Hello and welcome to Punta Vista. This is a bonus episode. I am Ben and I'm here in a tiny town in a fictitious Eastern European country I have invented in my mind based entirely on my prejudices. <laughs> With me, shirtless and in the snow, attempting to go to a three-legged pig called Grebcha into pulling a cart full of rancid cabbages to the market, it's Theo. Hi, Theo. <laughs> hey, hey, how are you? I'm good. Are you cold? Yeah, I am and miserable as well. Yeah. You're smoking um, two cigarettes. Yeah. Which is crazy. <laughs> well, it's the only way I can get 50 down a day, so... Yeah. Um, you know, uh, Eastern European men make do. Those but are, i tell you what. Yeah. I hate this pig. Grebcha? Grebcha? Not a fan? Uh, love my cabbage. Love <laughs> my cart. Ate my pig. If you don't like it, there's the tiger. Simple as. That's right. Also with us, washing himself with a 50-50 mix of gasoline and mud while a goat eats his clothes, hiding out from the justice that surely should be meted out to him at The Hague for war crimes he committed in 1978, 1979, 1982, 1989, 1993, 1994, 1995, and 2017. It's Andrew. Hi, Andrew. Hello. Oh, no. I'm going to bet your name's Ratko. That's just a feeling that I have. Yes. I just feel like come, uh come to Ratko. <laughs> Let Ratko wash you. <laughs> oh, this is the business you operate. Uh, you look like dirty hairy man. Veering into Borat oh. territory there a little bit. Oh, is uh, oh, I wouldn't want to veer out of a mm. fictional version of Eastern Europe based on somebody's prejudices in their mind and into the Borat version of Kazakhstan. Yeah, that's right. Apparently Sorry, that- it's a cabbage <sighs> diet. Wow, some listeners are going to be just... real fucking happy about what just happened there. I just want to remind Theo that this is taking place in Freemium Free Brewery. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all of the bonus episodes. I can't, will... I can't hide behind little paywall. They can see everything. They, they can, can hear everything too. They can hear mm. everything, that's they right. They can hear sounds yeah. coming out of the tightest butthole on this side of the equator. I got to tell you, it's not that oh, come on It's now. not that good. All right. <laughs> yeah, look, I'm just saying it sounds it sounds good to the casual observer. Does um, it sound good? But when you get in there, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> sometimes yeah, it's like the the grass is always greener, and sometimes the dog catches the car. Yeah, yeah, and the car is a little roomier than you. <laughs> You thought it initially was. Maybe it's a Skoda. <laughs> Welcome to Buena Vista. If this is your first episode, we're sort of a sorry. comedy current events podcast. You guys remember there was a while there where the only thing on the internet that you could get for laughs before everything was a meme or a TikTok or what have you was you'd have pictures of misspelled or mistranslated uh, Chinese restaurant menus or there'd be like a picture of a guy somewhere in Eastern Europe uh, and he had like a desktop computer on the back of a cart being pulled by a donkey and then uh. the caption would be like in Russia computer yeah. pull you you know I, I thought you were going that. to say uh, the other thing that we used to all get a good old fashioned laugh out of was um, accidental Asian hipsters remember that one? no no I don't know what the fuck you're talking about 
that was just uh, photos taken of like just a person in mainland China wearing, you know, just an assembled outfit that actually looked really cool. The you're talking about um, accidental drizzy. It's the new new project. That's what that we I'm call it on. these days. Yeah, that'd probably pop off. I'd imagine accidental drizzy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, not not here in Eastern Europe, though. No, well, you don't have the internet here in the the country I've assembled from my mind. Oh, there is dial-up, but only in government buildings, and it's a very corrupt country. So you have yeah. to pay them extraordinary amounts of money to check your. Uh, what's the funniest email they can have? Big Pond. For some reason, Big Pond is huge <laughs> in this country. <laughs> my parents had a Big Pond email address for quite a while. You reckon that's still going? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, my my mum like set one up for her business. And I'm like, hey, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Use a different one. Because at some point you may not want to pay $120 a month for bad internet. Uh, and she didn't take my advice. So, Still paying it to this but, day. Love you, mum. Do you reckon if you'd like sign up for a Telstra email account now, they'll let you pick the big pond? You, like, how would you even do it? Sign on to bigpond.com, Big Pond Webmail. That Can is... you still do it? Can you still sign up? Well, you go there and it redirects to just Telstra branding. So, I don't know. A, little confusing. a sad day. Yeah. And I don't um, even remember when Telstra was Big Pond, when Big Pond was Telecom, when boys were men. Yeah. Okay. When we owned our infrastructure and we could be proud of something. And now, and now, now China's out to get us. And... <laughs> if this is your first episode, I cannot justify this man's behaviour in any way, shape, or form. Uh, once again, I fear that the absence of Lucy is going to make this episode go off the rails, and that is would it, why. Would it help? Yes. Would it help if I definitively stated that this show is a friend of the Chinese Communist Party? We are an <laughs> uncritical supporter of all of the actions undertaken by the Chinese Communist Party. But say, uh, you, say you're drawing a map, and that map had borders on it, and that border happened to cross the South China Sea, for example. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you know what? Yeah. Let's, let's work with two maps here. I'm also going to look at the Indian border. We should uh-huh. definitely draw some lines somewhere, there. Somewhere around the um, independent or incorporated state of Tibet. Yeah. Depending on which way this goes. Depending on what sort of podcast this is. You know what? There is probably, I'm going to say, more people than I could count on my hand of listeners that will be angry at us for sarcastically saying uncritical support of the Chinese government. Well, that's just a statement that's going to make everyone mad, isn't it? Yeah. Whether you're pro or anti. China, a land of contrasts. <laughs> and that's the Bunda Vista problem, the, w- the worst answer <laughs> we really, to the question posed. You know, it, it can appeal to anyone, and both kinds yeah. of those people can fucking hate us. Yeah, hate Let their me- treatment of the Uyghur uh, Muslims, love that guy on Twitter that's like, uh, your infrastructure's falling down because you spend all your money crashing F-35s into the South China Sea. You're talking about um, our, our dear friend Chen Weihua, the oh, lifetime bitch. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> Let me simply Almost. say that I think 
that the mighty president, Xi Jinping, uh, (laughs) does look like Winnie the Pooh, but in a good way. Oh, yeah, he's kind of nice with it. (laughs) It's just the the uniting take (laughs) everyone can agree on. (laughs) I've I've mentioned mentioned it before, but um, I did a... uh, um, this was this was before our current blow up with the uh, CCP. Ours personally, like our personal one and the one of the uh, <laughs> of the Australian Federation. Our podcast and, flashpoint um, with the CCP. Um, yeah, and it was uh, it was what the meme you know friendship ended with uh, blah now yeah, yeah and uh, it was after we had the um, the terrible. Um, phone conversation with Donald Trump mm. about how we are monstrous to our immigrants, etc. He likes that about us. Yeah, yeah, yeah I recall. Um, that. Because we're we're real, uh, real king dicks. Yeah, um, and everyone got mad, and I made that that meme. It's like you know, friendship ended with uh, with United States. Uh, we, we, you know, now Xi Jinping, my new best friend, and I had a photo of Scott Morrison shaking his hand, and uh, I got one reply. Um, that <laughs> was just like completely serious. Australia does not stand with Xi Jinping. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, uh, it's none of Australia's was, business where I stand. Yeah, and I this said is, yes, and I said yes, we do. Because, such a good way to start the an worst episode. <laughs> We've gone to Theo audibly farting on the microphone, then deciding to go into detail about his butthole, and then us mm-hmm. taking a proud stance on the Chinese government. Mm-hmm. And if you're still listening, it's time for Paging Dr. Lucy. <laughs> I had a segue lined up. You just then, given up on that? No, I got halfway through it and then we moved on. And then I... Theo, and then it, I sounds paused like, it sounds like to... he do- never had a segue and he's blaming us. But... <laughs> okay. You're going to blame the next failure to do a segue on uh, China, probably. I put it... If you find that you are having a little relationship trouble Just to pick up your telephone and dial it on the double You call 1-800-317-5155 Now you're paging Dr. Lucy Every week that fart is performed live by Theo <laughs> No it isn't That it's is right That's not true yeah, That's I just want to. His are a higher pitch. They are not. No, I don't know if you. <laughs> I'm going to put that bad boy in in audacity. Going to pull out that Fourier transform. Yeah. Compare the frequencies. You know, there's a bit in um, there's a bit in the first Transformers movie where the Australian actress who was on Home and Away, who's meant to be the sort of signals intelligence type person or like a whatever, uh, she calls it a, a Fourier transfer. Isabel Lucas? Is that who you're talking about? Couldn't tell you. Al Kylie? Australian actor. I have no fucking idea. I regret mentioning this at all. Uh, just a little warning up top. Um, this story, I think, is actually quite nice. And I debated about <laughs> whether or not to put it in the podcast for this reason. I was like, oh, it's not very Warning. Uh, here we go. This is from KLAS News, Las Vegas. Couple remarries in COVID ICU unit at... ICU unit? Uh, at Las Vegas Hospital. 
It might not be a dream marriage, but Mountain View Hospital hosted a wedding for a patient in an ICU COVID unit on Tuesday. The patient, identified as Eddie D, was diagnosed with cancer in October 2021, only three months after being told his cancer was in remission. Shortly after, I don't think this is funny at all, Ben. I didn't say funny. I said it's nice. Just Mm. fucking. Oh, you think it's nice when somebody? Yeah, okay. Oh my fucking god! Shortly after developing bacterial pneumonia, Eddie was infected with COVID-19, which admitted him to the ICU. The hospital said. Eddie D asked Patricia M to marry him on Monday over a text message, since he is in the ICU and on COVID precautions. Eddie, who spent 33 years in the military, and Patricia, a retired nurse, first met in the 1970s, before getting married shortly after. Now, 1974, sorry, now 74 and 75 years old, respectively, they realised, if not now, then when? Quote, We were young and stupid, Patricia said. We divorced in a year, but maintained contact over the years. The pair went on and lived their lives, had families, births and deaths. A little over five years ago, they found each other again. Patricia saw online that it was Eddie's birthday and dropped him a note. Happy birthday to my favourite oh, ex-husband. Patricia, you thirsty dog. You thirsty <laughs> bitch. Oh, Eddie's oh, single again. Saw. Huh? I saw oh. it was your birthday. Hey, how hey. you doing? Hey. How you living? Uh, not well, it turns out, because of the, the cancer and the bacterial pneumonia and the COVID. Uh, Eddie, who lived in California, stopped in Las Vegas after visiting his son on the East Coast to visit Patricia and take her out to dinner. The rest, well, is history. We never really thought about getting married again, Patricia said. They moved in together in 2017. We've had five wonderful years, Patricia said. Because of Eddie's COVID positive status, Patricia hasn't visited him. To have an in-person wedding, the hospital's administration had to sign off and approve it. Quote, We hope this day was an unforgettable experience for Eddie and Patricia, said Mountain View Hospital CEO Julie Taylor. This is proof that love prevails and that people are stronger together and that there are joyful moments amidst the challenges. How fucking nice is that? That's 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 a nice thing. I feel like we're we've kind of left a lot of things in our wake on our journey from nineteen seventy four mm-hmm. to now. Yeah. Families, etc. Yeah, sure. Did they murder them? Did they eat the kids? I I mean I think, you know, probably they'd they'd have grown adult children now that have their own lives. Yeah, that math checks out actually. Yeah. Any Wasn't uh that- any other stuff we left behind there? Um, other marriages? No, just like stuff from the 70s. Oh. Everybody's smoking cigarettes on the plane. Yeah. Radium in watches. Mm. Big Ooh. bushes. No, not how I'm living. <laughs> <laughs> I just... No, you can find them online if you want to. There's a lot of Check out bigbushes.com. You, sometimes you're going to want to search pursuit. It's confusing, but it's and it's sort of splitting your your search terms. But if you're <sighs> if you're used to just <laughs> googling, uh, putting into DuckDuckGo, uh, yeah. big bushes. What'd you, you're going to want to try. You're going to want to try and try pursuit, folks. I I got to say, um, once again, just like glorious President Xi Jinping warned us. <laughs> A lot of misinformation coming from the West here as one of my co-hosts has implored you to go to bigbushes.com. That will simply redirect you to wildcard.hostgator.com 
that is true tragedy. What a wasted opportunity. Me, it is begging me to configure my name servers. So oh. that suggests that somebody has bought the domain bigbushes.com. Yeah. But they haven't uh, configured their name yeah. servers. They're, haven't they're finished squatting configuring on it. it yet. They're sitting right on that domain's face. They are. <laughs> <laughs> but they're not holding up a sign saying that you could be squatting on this domain's face, uh, which is how people usually do that. Interesting. Hey, congratulations to Eddie and Patricia. You know, I thought you... we were going to congratulate yep. the the owner of. Uh... <laughs> well, no, <laughs> they're not doing anything with it, so they're fucking useless to me. Yeah, no, that's well. We don't know how long ago they bought it. Bigbushes. Are, are you trying to do a domain lookup? What are you doing? Yeah, hacker man. Uh, when did it get purchased? Though that's what I want to know. Mm. Um, yeah. oh, it expires on twenty twenty two in July. Last okay. update, 2021, 08. So, they've had a couple of months, really. So and if... they are not doing that much with it. Now, you could buy yourself fatbushes.com <laughs> for $9.99, which I kind of like more kinda, than bigbushes.com. Yeah. Hey, That's got a bit more character. Is a, that all? a bit of funkiness to it, to me. Mm. We're talking all one word f a t b u s h e s fatbushes.com and that's available 999 uh, <laughs> now Theo, before you make a rash purchase here <laughs> yeah um, just sorry yeah i am typing but you're going to have to talk faster what are you, what, what are you going to use that for what's your plan there <laughs> once you've got fatbushes.com what what goes there we just redirect to to patreon.com/buntavista <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I could get I could get bigbushes.quest, and that's kind of fun. That's actually the quest that I'm currently on. <laughs> My man loves big bushes. Sort of vag-hudge, if you will. Mm. I'd like yeah, to apologize uh, to you. <laughs> this is from any religious tradition that includes pilgrimages position. of any kind. At this point, we would like to, I think, just a blanket apology. We're sorry. Yeah, uh, glorious President Xi Jinping. We would like to apologise for any. <laughs> I don't know why we're for any doing this. disrespect. Uh, you know, any disgrace that we've brought upon you. We're making our own lives unpleasant <laughs> in the long term. Welcome to Bunta Vista's Freemium Free Brewery. All month long, we're giving you, the disgusting public, access to our premium patron-only episodes. That's right, not one, but two episodes a week. And if you get hooked on your bi-weekly dose of a filthy drug called podcast, you can become a patron with access to our full catalogue of over 300 episodes at patreon.com slash Vista. You can quit anytime you want. Podcasts sound addictive and we can't be held responsible. Everyone's a winner during freemium freebrewery. Bigbushes.com sure sounds like a porn website. And gosh, there's so much porn you can see on the internet. Andrew, I'm going to talk real slow so you've got heaps of time to get to the soundboard here. I'm not looking at the document. I'm looking at how much it costs to buy fatbushes.sexy. <laughs> well, now we're fucking talking. Yep. No, it's, it's okay. It's okay. It's time, of now. course, for this is the one thing we didn't want to happen. This is the one thing we didn't want to happen. I'm going to give a uh, the exact opposite warning to the one that I gave for the last story. This is not nice. This is not <laughs> a nice story. Uh, this is from the Associated Press. 
Illinois man surfed porn site before fatal crash. Um, yep. I mean, he was just hitting refresh over I, and over again on bigbushes.com. Theo, I think I can anticipate your question here. Yeah. You sort of want to know what the, the, the temporal bounds here are. <laughs> like, did I mean, he look who, at it? Who, or whom among us? The week before. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because then that sentence will be true of a lot of us. Yeah. But. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, it's not like say, the weed test they they do it. No, they it's pull not like you it, the porn doesn't stay in your system for thirty days. <laughs> <laughs> gotta do a gotta do a big detox. Prosecutors say an Illinois man was surfing a pornographic website moments before his tractor trailer collided with a tar tanker near Lowell, <laughs> killing the Lowell? Oh. Lowell. Killing the road construction worker who was fucking Jesus. Killing the road construction worker who was driving. Oh no. Okay, and now, if you laugh at this next sentence, you're fucked. Just a little warning. 69-year-old Clark R. Johnson of Hoopston, Illinois, was charged Monday with reckless homicide, two counts of criminal recklessness, and three counts of misdemeanor distracted driving. Just to restate that, 69-year-old Clark R. Johnson of Hoopston, Illinois. 69-year-old Mr. Johnson. Now, uh... (laughs) I have actually lightly edited this for clarity because the original version that came out from the Associated Press, obviously one of the most prestigious wire services in the world, uh, had it written as 69-year-old Clark R. Johnson, comma, 69. They put his (laughs) age in there twice, which makes me think they were maybe fixated on it as well, slightly. The Post-Tribune reports Johnston was ordered held on a $4,000 cash bond. The crash occurred at 8.40am on August 25th, 2020 on US State Route 41, Highway 41, whatever the fuck that is. 63-year-old Martin Nip of Laporte and DeMott was killed. Johnston was treated for minor injuries at a hospital. So they have done some forensics on the man's devices at the the scene of the crash, and they have managed to ascertain through whatever wizardry that literally just before he killed a man, he had been looking at juicy honkers. Hmm. Hmm. Or fat dongs. Yeah, that's true. Fat dongs, juicy honkers, could be anything. Piss stuff, could be piss stuff. I think... Missionary. That we as a society... (laughs) Yes, that's true. Going to pornhub.com and typing missionary in. Putting normal sex... Going to <laughs> Pornhub.com and typing in missionary with my own wife. Mm. <laughs> Regular me, sex me I having would sex do. with my wife. <laughs> How I would tenderly make love to the love of my life. Mm. <laughs> Nothing weird. <laughs> I think we as a society have an obligation um, to, if you find this shit out, keep your fucking mouth shut. If you find out that yeah. someone's grandpa was looking at fat dongs or juicy honkers or whatever... Yeah, and then he killed a guy immediately before running into a tar tanker at yes. two hundred miles an hour. If you've pulled up his phone and you've seen that the last thing he was doing was watching that video, you wait until no one's looking and you smash that fucking phone into the ground. You yeah. obliterate it. You stomp on it until it's a powder. Jesus. Yeah, when your boss walks up and says, "Oh, was the guy looking at porn right before he died?" No. You say, "You say, no, no, I just found his phone and I'm looking at porn on it." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm way, actually that, the big bang yeah. bus fan. Well, that way it's not in my history. <sighs> I just this is, you know, it's negligent. It's weird. 
I don't endorse the practice. But it's only I don't think we should put that next to that man's name in the news. Don't don't etch it into his gravestone, you know? Please, I'm begging you. The permalink to the archive.org version, way back machine, saved version of the video that he was watching on his tombstone as a QR code so future generations could find out what he was watching the moment before he killed a guy. Yeah, at the very least, get one of those little suction cups that you can put it on sort of somewhere in the center of your vision so that... Your peripheral vision's still working this if is, there's an approaching tar tanker. Yeah, this is legal advice as well, I think. <sighs> I just... What do, you, what do you think's worse? Do you think it's worse if they say, uh, Madam, your husband was actually looking at pornography at the time that he crashed, uh, killing another person. And you say, what was he looking at? And they go, oh, you know, some... Some double anal stuff, or is it worse if you ask and they say you don't want to know? Or if they say, "Well, it looks like the last thing he searched before clicking through the one the results was uh, broads who look nothing like my wife." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he was just ty- <laughs> he was just typing in the name of his high school ex girlfriend into <laughs> all the the porn search engines. And the, okay, so he lived. He is alive. Yeah, so... He he has to face this. He's in fucking rural Illinois. He's in a small town, probably. Everyone's yeah. going to know what's fucking happened Every to him. Every day he goes home, looks himself in the mirror and says, I knew porn would lead me to this. He's going to walk into a coffee place and everyone's going to go, It's the Jackoff killer. <laughs> <laughs> it's the man who killed, him, killed someone with his dick. Just and we've said this um, before in other episodes podcast. Just don't jack off at work, or at all. Who said that? Uh, I mean, obviously, sorry. You took a strong. You cannot stop me. uh, Stand on that issue, if I recall. I'm saying don't jack off at work. Uh, Don't jack off if you're driving a truck, or you know what? I'll say it. Anything. If you're driving anything. So strong, strong unicycles get a get a pass. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Very strong, very, stance, before exercise. very strong stance taken by Ben here. If you are going to jack off in the car, pull over and put the car in the park. Well, yeah, yeah, your keys legally have to be out of the ignition. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. If your dick's in your hand and your keys are in the ignition, they will find you. Yeah, they got the top-down cameras now. They can tell. You, you might think you're getting away with it because, you know. I, uh, I saw a video the other day that I sent to you guys and... <laughs> <laughs> Interesting way to frame that. I know that video was amazing. I showed it to like ten people within twenty minutes of you posting that in the chat. It is so good that I cannot believe it's real. So, so it's a guy who is driving along on a highway, presumably, and he has a road rage incident. Somebody, somebody uh, comes right up behind him. This is after he has cut them off, is what the police reporter said as well. So he he He's instigated the whole affair. They've got mad. He has then said, fuck off. And he slammed on his brakes as well, just to antagonize them further. He's just kind of going, do, 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 along oh, no, with no. the music in his car. No, no, no. Please accurately say oh, what he was I, doing. He's what? doing a like falsetto high pitched voice where he's singing, you can suck Mandy. <laughs> you can <laughs> you suck can Mandy. <laughs> yep. Do, 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 do. And then, uh, then he 
keeps looking in his rear vision mirror and he while he's doing that he he opens up uh the center console in his car and starts unlocking the gun safe that's in there and he pulls out just like a loaded glock and waits no, no visible safety either that i can see he it's loaded it's good he doesn't to, have go. to load it or anything he just pulls yeah. it out uh finger on the trigger he waits until the car comes up alongside and it looks like maybe they've they've like thrown a drink at his car they threw or a water bottle at his car yes. there you go he chooses to react to this by like blind Blasting. firing <laughs> Mm-hmm. Through his own window, and then as they speed past him, he he tracks them and fires like ten rounds through his own windshield while driving at like a hundred kilometers an hour on a highway. And when he's done, he just kind of goes, "Whoo!" Yeah, and then he calmly now, pulls over afterwards and calls the police to say what just happened, which is this is the wildest part to me is the reason that we know all of this. And we can see it all is because it's from the camera in his car. Yes. <laughs> um, so he was under the impression that that footage would exonerate him. <laughs> because he was making the claim that he had been shot at, which is absurd because he starts getting the handgun out like just, well, just shortly case, after they beat him. Just in case he needs it, though. That's the safest just place. Just in case. Well, he claimed that the sound of the water bottle in his car, he mistook for a gunshot. Even though he like he then slows down to let the car go past him, so that he can then blind fire through three windows on his car. <laughs> <sighs> and he he's really letting that letting that rip. I'm watching it now, and like he's barely able to control the recoil of this pistol and drive at the same time. He's not looking where it's going or anything. <laughs> He's just, just oh. eyes, eyes closed, you know, bum, hand waving bum, back and bum, forth. Bum. He's like this so is... weirdly relaxed throughout the whole thing, though. It's fucking insane. No, that's okay, Canada. Ignore that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, so, I don't think you need a gun in your car. I, I, I think, look, if you want to jerk off in your car, that's your business. Like, don't do it on the highway. Well, maybe... Uh, actually, I'll take that back. It's better to do it on the highway than, like, you know, suburban streets. Like, if you're going to jack off anywhere in a moving vehicle, try the Autobahn, you know? A lot of long, long interrupted... You don't need to... You're not, like, changing lanes or swerving or anything, yeah. you know? Just for the record as well, this guy is a firefighter. Um, <laughs> just, it's a fun fact. <laughs> Oh, oh boy. former former Florida firefighter. The, oh, uh, I wonder what happened there. The Orlando Sentinel is saying interesting. He's delete- deleted his LinkedIn page, and I wonder why that is. It's interesting. Huh. How's he going to get another job as a as a firefighter? God damn. Oh, I mean, I'm like, I'm sure he'll now become like a right wing celebrity for defending himself, standing his ground. Oh, you know? Man, I I watched another video today of like. Uh, Another road rage incident in America. This one was in New Jersey, uh, where a guy in like a, a Honda Civic or some shit is an Accord, maybe is behind a big Ute sort of thing, uh, and he's clearly tailgating him. And these two guys are like clearly sort of the guy in front is brake checking him. The guy behind is like accelerate, 
accelerating up behind him and then slamming on his brakes or whatever. They're being very aggressive to each other. The guy in the white ute is on the far left, like so the the overtaking lane for Americans. Yeah, uh, of the three lanes, and there are two other cars. So he's he's trying to go faster and get around and whatever. Uh, car in front's not letting him do it. Anyway, they they sort of do this for a little while. Then all of a sudden, the the Honda tries to go around the outside and then tries to slip between a car that's in the middle lane and the car that he was squabbling with. Barely managed to get through, nicks one of them, and then careens into a wall and flips the car like three times. Perfect. And like all of the replies to the video I saw were people just being like, well, the guys in the overtaking lane should have been going a little bit faster. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Which, like, a couple of times when I was in the US, I was getting very frustrated with how, like, uh, Americans seemingly love tailgating even when you're already doing, like, 10Ks over the speed limit. That's not exclusive to America. Well, no, but it seemed more pronounced in America than it does over here. And then every fucking American would reply to my tweet being like, well, you know that lane's for overtaking. I'm like, yes, the road works the same it's just flipped on one of its axes but also if you're doing like 130 k's in 110 zone people will still do that shit to you like they will not give you time to go around another car or whatever people drive like psychos over there it's nuts unlike that polite well-behaved queensland driver famous in australia for our good behavior huh mm. is, that, is that true theo is he he's fine i i, I mean it depends i actually like it this way yeah I, I certainly say it's much easier to drive in Brisbane than it is to drive in um, um, less suburban areas of, of Queensland. It's like less stressful to drive in the city, I would say, because mm. um, people actually have some kind of regard for the road rules. Well, maybe the American thing uh, works perfectly with my theory about Canberra driving, actually, which is that um, because cause Canberra is very spread out, it's like um, it's it's lots of suburbs, um, all sort of loosely joined together by a, a series of kind of city centres, you know. Um, so there's there's a bunch of main roads between all of those places, and you can pretty much just drive unimpeded where you want to go. Uh, wide wide lanes, you know, lots of room, all that sort of stuff. This appears to have driven everybody insane. Because mm-hmm. uh, I think what happens is that everybody gets really used to being able to go wherever they want at whatever speed they want to go all the time, which means that any time that you are presented with another car on the road in the same lane as you in front of you, it's just this unacceptable, mind-boggling, uh, just it, it's it's just completely putting you out that somebody's in front of you and like you said ben it's it's very much the kind of like you can be doing 10 over the speed limit and someone will still be tailgating you yeah and there will also very clearly be another car directly in front of you so yeah. you can't you, you can't, can't get out faster. of the way or go yeah, but any if they faster. put the pressure on you then you're going to put the pressure on the person in front of you. And then the system works. The system works. And, uh, and yeah, I think it's a very Canberra-specific thing to basically be so spoiled by low traffic congestion that, like, anyone being anywhere near you just makes you go, this is bullshit. They shouldn't be in my way. They shouldn't be anywhere near me, you know? And I wonder if uh, America's quite similar because they do have so many... 
arterial highways connecting everything together. And I imagine that a lot of the time you could drive at quite high speeds on there if you wanted to. Mm. Yeah. Do, do you see people in Texas talking about the same sort of thing? What are you doing in that lane unless you're doing 50 miles per yeah. hour over the speed limit? Yeah. Oh, man, it's fucking psycho over there. They're like the, yeah, 80, 85 miles an hour on the interstate with some interstates over there, which is, you know, like 130 k's an hour. <laughs> That's the speed limit. And then you'll get people that are obviously going to do, you know, 10, 20 k's over that. And like, you, that's a mind-boggling speed to just be cruising at. It's fucking wild. It's fun though, but wild. But fun. But wild. Yep. These are the kinds of wild things that happen in America. And we, the strongest pro-China podcast in Australia, are the ones to monitor them. That's not what we agreed to. To monitor them and report back for the benefit of our president, Xi Jinping. (laughs) In this edition of America Watch. I was really hoping I could maybe go to China one day. It just seems like it'd be a great country to visit. No, well, I mean, some sort if, of fucking list. Well, then you should thank me because <clears throat> if anything is going to really win them over, I think it's uh, this sort of fawning adulation that I've been heaping at their feet. Yep. Uh, great food, beautiful people, you know. Can't argue with it. <laughs> this is a story from the Wire News Service. Grey News. Man beaten did with you metal. Say, did you say grey gray muse? Grey. I don't think I did. Might have. Huh. Man beaten with metal skillet after declining an offer of potatoes, police say. So what other kind of skillet is there? That's true. It's a good point. I wouldn't call a ceramic one a skillet. That's just that's that's yeah. Mm. I think they've I think they've overcooked yeah. this. Man beaten with skillet. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's fine. That's enough, you know. A man was arrested after being accused of beating another person with a metal skillet who refused an offer of potatoes, according to Pennsylvania State Police. Sure, that makes sense. Uh, police say a twenty seven year old man was frying potatoes in hot oil with a metal skillet and offered them to a thirty two year old victim who declined. But well, don't offer them to a victim. No. Start with, yeah. <laughs> At the time, he wasn't a victim. He was just a regular man. What? When are they? When are they going to introduce context to this? Because at the moment, I'm standing in the middle of a completely featureless white room. Yeah, there is <laughs> the arbitrator of potatoes. Yep. Okay. Uh, well, let, let's see if we can, um, like, dial up the details on this matrix simulation for you. Yeah. Hold on a second. I just I want to issue an apology to the great people at Grey Muse. Uh, a skillet could be made out of copper. Copper's a metal, though. That's a metal, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought it said steel. Okay. Forget it. Yeah. Of course it's made out of fucking metal, Grey Muse. <laughs> that's when the man became, quote, suddenly enraged and threw the hot frying oil and potatoes <laughs> into the victim's face without warning, according oh, to police. Oh, fuck. Oh, what nice. did I even bother frying these potatoes for if you're not going to eat them, stranger? Authorities <laughs> said he bus. went on to beat the person so hard with the skillet that the handle snapped off. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Now, Theo, obviously our, we don't have a where, a when, or a why. I would or love a, a where. Anytime, anytime now, I'd love to understand whether we were in this man's kitchen, in a different kitchen, in a restaurant... 
Well, we have um, two sentences left here, so hopefully this will uh, <laughs> sort of flesh this out for you. The victim was taken to the hospital to be treated for burns and a significant head injury. I, okay, so, so one left that out left. of the article, I think, because... Yeah. Seems implied. Yeah. Yeah. The man cooking the potatoes faces several charges, including aggravated oh assault with a deadly weapon. <laughs> that is the end of the article. <laughs> Was he... Was this a street-side fried potato vendor? Hey, would you like some potatoes? No? Prepare to die, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) You are the 247th person who has said no to my potatoes today. The potatoes were already ruined. Because no one would try them. Were they... Did they know each other? Did they know each other? Yep. Does it is say an, how? Is like, this an office? Had he had he done anything uh, in particular with the potatoes? You know, I just I don't know. Are you you're thinking like whether there's whether it's gone like have they gone like Hasselback? Have they gone some like mustard powder in there with that? We talking? Yeah. All right. No, they've not provided any further details uh, at all. We cannot confirm. Or deny at this point whether those potatoes were hasslebacked, um, whether they'd been par cooked in water before entering the fry pan, whether um, they'd been distressed with a fork to make them extra crispy. I found another version of this news story because all of the the ones I can find are all just the same article from the same wire service. Um. This one's a little bit longer. Oh, no. The only other detail that's in this story is that the suspect was found barefoot on a nearby road. That's it. That's literally the one extra detail that they've provided. Hmm. Hmm. And you think this is funny? I don't recall saying that. The third result looking for this is a recipe from smartypantskitchen.com for Pennsylvania Dutch skillet supper. It's a one-pan potato-based skillet. And we'll leave that link in the episode description. I will try to remember to do that. This is uh, not a good-looking meal. It looks like a Caesar salad with sausages in it inside a pan. Oh, that's cabbage, and that's potato. Sounds good to me. Uh, this one but I'm pen, not a snob. I'm not a snob like some people. Yeah, I'm a bit of a food head. <laughs> a real big food guy. Oh, this is a this is a pretty um pretty quick recipe actually. I'd love to read it to you. Yeah, sure. Saute onions and potatoes. Add cabbage and sausage. Pour in beef or vegetable stock. Allow to simmer until the potatoes are tender. Done. Beat man with pan yeah. until kill, handle comes off. Nearly kill guy for saying, I am fine, thank you. That looks rank. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I guess we'll never know about that story. Buena <laughs> hmm. Vista, well, we I cut to, through um... the bullshit to bring you the <laughs> facts that matter and the recipes for potato cabbage that could be equally applied to Pennsylvanian residents or... Um, owners of a three-legged pig. That's right. 
I, I just want to say that for in the record, Macedonia, that um, we've done more due diligence than the, the actual outlets, like the dedicated <laughs> news places, have done on that story. So uh, you are welcome. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Uh, well, in other potato-related news, I have been looking at a recipe I would like to try from America's Test Kitchen for braised red potatoes. That looks really good. You put like some butter and water and garlic uh, in a pan with uh, like half potatoes that are face down, and you like braise it until all the all the liquid cooks off with lid on, and then you take the lid off, and it just like sears the bottom and gives them a nice crust. It's supposed to be very easy and extremely delicious, and I would like to try it. I will report back in a future edition of People Who Have Been Hurt By <laughs> or Enjoyed Potatoes. The, in the near Spectrum of Potato Hyphen Human Experience Watch. Yep. Yep. Potatoes can be cruel. Can they? And they're part of nature. This uh, is Nature see. Corner. Country roads take me home to the place I belong. Winter is love, Nature Corner, Robert Kraft, Sit my Yeah, we don't have a frog version of uh, the the theme there yet. Although I guess some little froggies in. Yeah, frogs do make a distinctive sound. Actually, in my head, I was like, "What would you even do? A squelch?" <laughs> the notoriously hard to identify frog. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker just said identify. I did. I was still thinking about the potatoes. <laughs> you were about to completely demolish me. Oh, beautiful. Derailed myself at the last this second. Is so good. It's like you were about to shoot me with a gun and then a bird flew into your face. <laughs> <laughs> oh. This is a press release from Tufts University. <laughs> adorable name. Don't know what they do there. Scientists regrow frog's lost leg. Hmm. Pretty cool. That's a nice story. And that's the end Finally, of the show. Finally, a good news story. Uh, <laughs> they found a little froggy. Hey, you can have that back. For millions of patients who have lost limbs for reasons ranging from diabetes to trauma, the possibility of regaining function through natural regeneration remains out of reach. Regrowth of legs and arms remains the province of salamanders and superheroes. Does it? Yeah, those are the two things that spring to mind mm. for me. Superheroes. But in a study published in the journal Science Advances, scientists at Tufts University and Harvard University's WIS Institute have brought us a step close to the goal of regenerative medicine. On adult frogs, which are naturally unable to regenerate limbs, the researchers were able to trigger regrowth of a lost leg using a five-drug cocktail applied in a silicon-wearable bioreactor dome... Hmm. That seals in the elixir over the stump for just 24 hours. See, that never worked for me. Mm. It's just none of my business. That brief treatment sets in motion an 18-month period of regrowth that restores a functional leg. So I just want to backtrack over a few things here. 
First is stressing that adult frogs aren't able to naturally regenerate limbs. Because you might think, well, that seems like something frogs could maybe do. They can't. Mm. Five drug cocktail. Now, that just sounds exciting. What are we picking mm-hmm. here? Acid. Weed. MDMA. Mm-hmm. A little bit of speed for some pep. Speed? A little yeah. bit of speed because I will fall asleep otherwise. Yeah, 100%. Uh, Uppers and your downers. You always mix mm. those. That is <laughs> the advice from doctors yep. everywhere. Doctor uh, Andrew, and then yes. a course of benzos. I think maybe I would go uh, real easy with it and just take some CBD cream for my aches and pains. Hmm. <laughs> just rub that in as well while I'm doing, you know, everything else. Andrew, uh, what's and- your five drug cocktail? Um, weed. Yeah. Weed, uh, caffeine. Yeah. Because caffeine's a drug. Caffeine's you know? a drug, but that's yeah. not a crime. It's not even a crime, though, because they'd have to send business, the big, big dogs up at the uh, CEO land. Just you wait till I let you know about alcohol. <laughs> Alcohol's a drug? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> it's immediately running to the fridge, <laughs> pulling open calling, your drawer. Calling the, the police. <laughs> <laughs> getting the getting the dispensed beer out of your drawer and throwing it in the bin, then closing the drawer and wanna, opening it back up. I want to report a stash of potentially deadly drugs. <laughs> I have exactly six things you're going to be very concerned about. <laughs> oh, boy. Did you know that there are multiple uh, drug labs operating in this city? They're bottling it and selling mm. it. Big big neon man winking on the side of one of them here. That's what they're <laughs> winking about. The crime. Uh, weed, caffeine. Yeah. Uh, I, don't know, I feel like throwing acid on top of everything else is like... I mean, just microdose it. Yeah. Don't have like an eighth of a tab. Just a little... Mm. Just a little bit to loosen you up a little. Get loosey-goosey. God, I can't even remember what drugs I like anymore. You know? Yeah. It's been so long. Your drug of choice right now is spending time with your wife. It's not a drug. Mm. And huge amounts of weed. Spending time with my wife, which produces the drug oxytocin. Mm. No, I don't think that's actually how that works. Theo, can you rattle off the names of like five research chemicals? Yeah, okay. So yeah. 2CI, 2CE. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, 2CB? 2CB as well. I, I can't remember... And I'm taking all of them. Yeah, t- them. <laughs> um, I'm a big uh, four ACO DMT man yep, myself. Yeah, wonderful, wonderful concoction. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, and then Daytura. Yep. On top. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have uh, five of the things they sell at the Happy High Herb Shop that don't do anything. <laughs> Dude, are you feeling a little sleepy? Yeah, mine's just start to kick in too. Yeah. I could go a nap. Yeah, I'm I'm doing four of them and Fenazepam. Yep. Um also rewinding just slightly more um yeah. to Andrew uh exhibited sort of surprise questioning whether superheroes can regenerate limbs. I would point you towards Wolverine of course, but then I had the thought, okay, so his Wolverine obviously able to regenerate any injuries, but yes. also his not, skeleton not sure true, is adamantium. That's right. So if he was to say like lose a leg at the knee, is he just sort of growing a, a floppy 
flesh sack back? That's a great question. Should it just like kicking around down there? Is no, there... he can go because the the adamantium is only a coating over his actual skeleton. Oh, so he just have normal bones then? Yep. He'd grow some normal. All right. They are. They also revealed in that um the one that he's like backstory sort of graphic novel Wolverine Origins no uh, that gave him a name I think his name's like James Howlett or something Uh, I don't know it's a weird one anyway isn't it Logan he he has claws already without the adamantium claws they're made of bone he's got bone claws he naturally has them no that doesn't make any sense at all I don't know whether Mm. No, because he's a because he's a bloody mutant, and the the difference between what is it mutants and the other kinds of superheroes in Marvel things is that they're like naturally occurring. They hit yeah. puberty and then they become a mutant, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and then they've slapped some ad- adamantium yeah, around those And then those he was made course. a part of the a part the of the Weapon, Weapon X, X project. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And they yeah. turned him into. Yeah. I believe the real name they gave him was James Hetfield. Yeah, that's right. And uh, as I've stated uh, twice on the podcast before, originally he wasn't even a mutant. He was an actual Wolverine that was turned into a man by the High Evolutionary, which is pretty cool. I think we can all <laughs> that agree. Rules. That's so much better than the actual thing. Yeah, it's uh, dope. I do genuinely think it's really cool that uh, Marvel have now made so many movies that that like the the movies are as dog shit as the old comics yeah, in terms nice of, of like. Them. Yeah, like like they did finally get to a point where um, the plots are incomprehensible unless you've got the backstory from the last like two years worth of issues and uh, it should you be just like about- the last ten movies are canon. Yeah, one new movie, the old one pops out of canon, and you can do yeah. whatever you like there. So is that a is that a stack or a, a list there? What are we doing there? Uh, that's a queue. It's a queue, right? Yeah, good. Many creatures have the capability of full regeneration of at least some limbs, including salamanders, starfish, crabs, and lizards. The big four. <laughs> Flatworms <laughs> can even be cut up into pieces, with each piece reconstructing an entire organism. Humans capable of closing wounds with new tissue growth, and our livers have a remarkable, almost flatworm-like ability of regenerating to full size after a 50% loss. That is quite dope. I think we take that mm. for granted sometimes. Like if you got a big cut and then um, you just died. Speak for really yourself. Die. I I go in and get elective surgery every year. Just take a chunk off. Yeah. Just yeah. And you give that to a starving child. Hey, <laughs> this is for you. But loss of a large and structurally complex limb, an arm or a leg, cannot be restored by any natural process of regeneration in humans or mammals. In fact, we tend to cover major injuries with an amorphous mass of scar tissue, protecting it from further blood loss and infection and preventing further growth. The Tufts researchers trigger the regenerative process in African clawed frogs by enclosing the wound in a silicon cap, which they called a biodome. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know where they got that from, huh? Uh, which either they did that on purpose or they refused to Google it uh, before doing it, which I wonder. Uh, this biodome contained a silk protein gel loaded with the five-drug cocktail. Each drug fulfilled a different purpose, including tamping down inflammation, inhibiting the production of collagen, and encouraging the new growth of nerve fibers, blood vessels, and muscle. The combination of the bioreactor provided a local environment and signals that tipped the scales away from the natural tendency to close off the stump and toward the regenerative process. The researchers observed dramatic growth of tissue in many of the treated frogs, recreating an almost fully functional leg. 
The new limbs had uh, bone structure. Almost. Yes. Yeah, that's right. The new limb had bone structure extended with features similar to a natural limb's bone structure and a richer complement of internal tissues, including neurons. And several toes, in quotation marks, mm, mm. grew from the end of the limb, although without the support of underlying bone. Mm. Yeah. There's some little floppy toes there. Yeah. And But I, I, I feel like they're talking about the toes in the abstract. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're, they're toes. Like toes in a way. And <laughs> sort of you know, toes. Uh, in X-Men 2... Uh, the scene where that, that senator guy is like rising from the water as all his cells are breaking down. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think the leg looked like that is yeah. where I'm at with it. Yeah. Are you sure that's not X-Men 1? Oh, it might be actually. Mm. You're absolutely right it is. Uh, I would like to apologize. is the one where Magneto pulls a whole bunch of iron out of a guy's body. Yeah. Uh, to escape from... Mind prison. Never trust From a beautiful woman, Mister Whatever, especially one that's interested in you. What yeah. a quip! What a guy! Yeah, and that was written by the guy that mm. plays Solid Snake, David Hayter. Is that true? Yeah. Oh, X Men One and Two. I, I, th- I think both of them. Both the of guy them. That I'm going to plays... say confidently, both of them were written by David Hayter. Uh, the guy that plays Toad. Uh, is played by the guy who plays Darth Maul, but not the guy who voices Darth Maul, because that was Peter Serafinowicz. That, that sure was. This has been... IMDB, <laughs> your husband quotes things from IMDB <laughs> corner. Uh, your man's be looking at Wikipedia while the movie's playing. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and those, those movies were directed by someone good, oh. right? Uh, yeah, well, um, I don't know if we need to, you know... To get into that right now. No, but great movies, and I defend them with my life. (laughs) (laughs) The regrown limb moved and responded to stimuli, such as a touch from a stiff fiber, and the frogs were able to make use of it for swimming through water, moving much like a normal frog would. Mm. But that's... It's a bit creepy. You don't have to... Yeah. Just like how the dog from the thing that wasn't a dog behaved much like a normal dog would. Much like a dog would, yeah. Yeah. It's exciting to see that the drugs we selected were helping to create an almost complete limb, said Nerosha Murrigan, research affiliate at the Allen Discovery Center at Tufts and the first author of the paper. The fact that it required only a brief exposure to the drugs to set in motion a months-long regeneration process suggests that frogs and perhaps other animals may have dormant regenerative capabilities that can be triggered into action. Like Wolverine. <laughs> Like Wolverines, as in we're gonna, yeah, try yeah. them all, next. All of them, yes. yeah. <laughs> lopping, going around, lopping the legs off Wolverines. Nope, not this one. <laughs> okay, let's work our way through every other mammal. Lopping a leg off a Wolverine and shooting it full of heroin. No, this it doesn't seem to be having any kind of positive effect at all. Just going into like the Amazon basin and just chopping a limb off everything you could see, rubbing a cream on it, and then walking off and be like, "I'll check on you in six months." let me know if you have any trouble previous work by the Tufts team showed a significant degree of limb growth triggered by a single drug with biodome however the resulting limb grew as a spike and was far from the more normally shaped functional limb achieved in the current study now I'm going to reveal something to you I missed a word when I was reading out those two sentences because I wanted to add a little bit of suspense so this one drug was applied and then a weird spiky limb grew out 
from from where the missing limb was. That drug was progesterone. Okay. Yeah. Is that Just, the one that... What's, the, what's progesterone do again? Uh, progesterone, well, so uh, I'm, I'm probably going to get this very wrong because I'm, uh, you know, I'm an ignorant man and all that shit. But like two of the kinds of birth control pill you can get, one is mainly estrogen, the other is mainly progesterone. I see. And I'm just saying people be on the pill. People be taking progesterone. Oh, yeah. But don't seem to be creating new spike-like limbs. I mean, often they don't get the opportunity to because their limbs stay on for their lives. Oh. Mm -hmm. So you're saying we should do something about that? I also don't know if um, if you get progesterone in uh, HRT or not, but if you do, some of our trans friends might be getting superpowers at this very moment. Like the superpower is that six months after you lose a limb, you get a spike that does nothing. But better than not getting anything at all. That's true. Am I right? I yeah. Am I? I mean, you could probably <laughs> you could probably get back to playing Fallout New Vegas with one <laughs> hand one hand in a spike. Now, Theo, is there any reason that you chose that game specifically? <laughs> it just seemed applicable mm. at the time. The official game of trans people everywhere, Fallout New Vegas. Fallout New Vegas. Our sample size might not be huge, but the data appears to bear out at this oh, point. I can't wait to... We, we really got to hassle uh, Josh Sawyer on air about that. I'd be like, hey, do you know? No, he's many- already said on Twitter that he knows and he doesn't, un- he doesn't understand why. He knows how many eggs he hatched by making a very playable RPG uh, in the Fallout universe. Well done, Josh Sawyer. You are a true ally. The five-drug cocktail represents a significant milestone toward the restoration of fully functional frog limbs and suggests further exploration of drug and growth factor combinations l- could lead to regrown limbs that are even more functionally complete with normal digits, webbing, and more detailed skeletal and muscular features. Pretty cool. Well, that is actually kind of dope, all uh, frog leg severing and yeah, kind of souping aside yeah it i i mean the idea that this is something that uh lays dormant in animals that we can activate uh makes me feel a little uh ian malcolm in jurassic parkish about this of being like well there's a reason we don't do it anymore right maybe we just leave that switch unflicked maybe that's not maybe or or we flick it we flick it Switches are very fun to flick. That is true. I don't true. get to flick enough switches, frankly. I don't. I've got one in my hallway that does nothing. Oh. I've never investigated it. Okay. No, look, now that you say that, I do get to flick a lot of switches, turn lights on and off, but frankly, it's lost its novelty at this point. Okay. I want to switch to It seems like something. you've really reversed your position on... How many switches I get to flick? Yeah, and how you feel about it. Hmm. 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 That's what we in the industry call a podcast. That's right. Uh, if you are listening to this and you are not a Patreon subscriber, uh, that's because it is f- freemium free brewery. Rolls off the tongue. It does. <laughs> it's so beautiful. Uh, for the month of free brewery, the shortest <laughs> month of the year, uh, <laughs> not we by will be. It's, uh, just for the alliteration. 
uh, we will be making all bonus episodes available on the free feed. Uh, so you can figure out once and for all whether seven bucks Australian a month is worthwhile for getting twice as many episodes of the podcast or if listening to one hour of this podcast a week was more than enough. Uh, you can want- decide if, if $7 a month, if it's worth $7 Don't a month to you to keep... It, hold on. Them. You can decide if it's worth... Let me finish. You can decide if it's worth $7 Australian a month to keep Ben alive. <laughs> I have actually um, not been working any of my other jobs at the moment because of the novel coronavirus. So, um, I really appreciate your support. Thank you so much for supporting the podcast. It's been great. Novel coronavirus. Not a fan. Okay. So, uh, the stances we're taking this week. Yes. <laughs> Pro-China. Yeah. Anti-coronavirus. Yeah. I'm not going to be held to either of those positions. Mm. <laughs> Don't want to be pinned down like that. Well, that's it, everybody. We love you. Oh, yeah. I guess we do. Hmm. Hey, thanks. Y- you guess we do. Okay. I mean, I don't, potentially, I don't know the listener at this point because they're, you know, I, I feel like I'm vaguely familiar with most of the people that are on the Patreon. I know the names, recognize the pictures in Discord. You know, but this oh, could be an entirely person. you think there's potentially, yeah, there's, it's like we've thrown open uh, the curtains at night and everyone can see in. You know? <laughs> well, it's like if this is your first time listening to the podcast and you just heard us say, we love you, that's coming on strong. Hey, I like you. I like your vibe. You know, and I, I don't know if we need to label what we're doing right now, but I'm having a lot of fun. And if you're having a lot of fun, hey, let's keep doing it. It's very, very non-committal. Don't let's keep fucking it. when your housemate's out of town. Let's keep fucking when your housemate's out of town. Can't do it at my place because... Because what? I I don't like letting people over into my place. It's a sort of private sanctuary for me. I don't tell people where I live. No one has my address. I have a fortress of solitude over here. All right. Well, I'll fuck at Theo's house. Okay. Cool. Bye, everybody. See you then. Bye.